At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Blog Talk Radio. shitty little bedroom right now, binge eating and picking at your face? Well, cut us the fuck out. 
I've done it. It's terrible. It just makes everything worse. It makes you hate yourself even more. Then you have a shame spiral, and you don't feel worthy of love. So you just fucking nip it in the butt now and don't do it. Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Tell me about it. Story of my life. Oh, my God. I've probably done, I've done a million worse things than you. You're going to feel great when you talk to me. Are your friends total fucking assholes who talk behind your back but then smile to your face? Ugh. Isn't that the worst? Doesn't that just make you feel like you can't trust anyone and the rug has been pulled out from beneath you and you're just all alone and you can't, you just, you, you have no faith in people anymore? I know. Me too. Let's talk about it. Is the guy you like not responding to your text message, your Facebook post, your retweet, or your Instagram like? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me, Alexi, be the shoulder that you cry on, all right? Because all I want to do, all I want to do, I tell you this every week, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, I swear to God, all I want to do, for whatever reason, I don't know why, maybe it's because I'm an only child, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I have a lot of empathy, I care for whatever reason, but really, your turmoil makes me feel better about myself, and makes me feel less alone, you know, and then you're alone, and I'm alone, and we come together on this weird podcast thing, and then we're not alone, and then everything's great, you know, we, uh, anyway, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never knew that you needed. And maybe, just maybe, the cool big sister that your friends jerk off to. So call in. Just pick up your smartphone. Uh, you can call in using Skype or Gmail or whatever. It's the future. It is 2013 after all. And dial area code 646-378-0649. Once again, that number is 646 646- Three seven eight zero six four nine. I'm gonna turn off the heater because it is so hot. It's out of control. This show's gonna get hot enough. We don't need an extra heater to. Uh, actually, maybe I should leave the heater on because then I'll sweat and I, I might gain. I mean, I might lose seven pounds during the show. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We'll figure that out later. I'm fine. I'm just gonna learn to accept my body the way it is, and it's fine. How dare you, asshole? Jesus Christ! I've only just begun the show, and you're already insulting me. Anyway. Really, nobody else really needs to be here. I never really have to hang out with anyone because I can just have conversations by myself because I can answer questions for for other people and just assume the worst. Anyway, all right, I'm wearing red lipstick right now. Lipstick, lipstick. I'm wearing red lipstick. I don't usually do that. I wanted to kind of uh, do a do a no mascara pop of red lipstick vibe. So that's what I did. Um... I was feeling a little bit blah. Uh, <laughs> gross. Anyway, um, I've had lots of coffee. I'm currently drinking coffee. I just got lipstick on my phone because I do this broadcast like through my iPhone because it's the future or whatever. I'll keep saying that. I'll, I'll probably say that like 20 more times or never again. I don't know. Anyway, and I just got too excited and talked too close to my iPhone, and now there is uh, there's lipstick on my phone. Whatever. Um, so lots of things happened this week. I'm going to get to the phone calls, um, but I do have lots of things to tell you since this podcast is, is basically like a a journal for me, um, to tell you all my innermost dark secrets or feelings I'm having during the week about stuff. 
uh, I have a lot to tell you. I saw my dad this week. I hadn't seen him in nearly two years. We had lunch together. Um, uh, I don't know why I decided that it's okay to let my dad back in my life. Um, If any of you out there have issues with your parents or if you don't talk to them anymore, maybe you can relate to this. But it's bizarre. My dad is, like, very old. He's, like, 30 years older than my mom. And uh, so he's, like, in his 80s. Maybe he just turned 80 or he's going to turn 80. And so uh, he emailed me, and we got. I called him up, and and then we made a plan to have lunch. And the thing is, it's such a weird thing. I uh, I don't like being near my dad because he's a very angry guy, and he's like uh, I would call him toxic. And I don't. And I don't even think he knows this. Maybe he does know this about himself, but he's just saying he can't change. But um, he just comes on so strong, which is probably where I got it. And he. Uh, you know, my whole life, tons of things happened. I was never molested or anything, but, like, just, he was just so, always inappropriate with things that he said about other people around me. Everything was just, like, aged up way too much for me when I was little, and my whole house was, like, overly sexualized, and crazy things were going on. Not to me. Like, again, I was not molested. I just want to say that, because I do have a website called I'm Boy Crazy, and this is called Boy Crazy Radio, so uh, all signs point to that, but... That is not the case, but just, like, I was exposed to too much, and, like, too many bizarro things, like, happened, and anyway, I, I, my dad gets mad really easily, so it's really stressful to have him in my life, because if I don't answer an email fast enough, or if I don't say the right thing, or if I, everything's wrong, that's the thing with him, so I don't know if anybody can relate to any of this, but, uh, it's exhausting, and so I, and so, uh, something major happened, and I decided to, like, cut him out of my life. And it involves, like, uh, him having some woman in his life with, like, a glass eye. And I think she's, like, a hired girlfriend. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. But things got too weird. And he, he likes to make me the butt of the joke and make fun, fun of me, you know. He makes jokes at my expense. And that's been, like, my entire life has been, like, I was going to a restaurant. And I'm really young. And he'd make jokes about me to the waitress. Or he'd say horrible sexual things to the waitress in front of me. And I was just feel so uncomfortable, and I knew it was inappropriate. Anyway, so tons of, like, weird shit like that, and I won't get into everything, obviously. Uh, I'm already talking about myself way too much. But, um, like, so I met up with him for lunch because I don't like that I don't like my dad. I feel sad for him. I'm, he, I'm an only child. Actually he, actually, he has a son. He's my half-brother. I have a half-brother, but I never refer to him him as my brother sometimes I forget he exists we're very far apart in age because my dad is so much older than my dad should be you know I mean um but I don't like the fact that I feel bad because I I I take on all the guilt you know of uh oh my dad's just old and out in there he's in Los Angeles somewhere and I don't even really know where he lives so I agreed to meet up with him and you know the weird thing about him is he's very complimentary and he loves me a ton and I know that. But then right when I trust him, he's condescending or mean or or, or gets real angry real quick. So it's like this weird seduction and a betrayal kind of thing. Um, and I'll get into this more later because the phone lines are are heating uh, up and this is like too heavy and even too too self indulgent even for me. And uh, but I'll I'll get into it because it's like kind of heavy. And there's a lot of heavy things that happened this week and it made me feel very weak, like I could, I felt like I could be blown away um, by a gust of wind or something, so I felt like, I felt like for the first time I understood why people have religion in their life, 
because it's something to ground you. And so I've been trying to, I've been exercising more. I, I saw my therapist, an extra session of my therapy this week because I've, got, I've been going through like work stuff. I'm working on something. I'll get into that in a little bit and inviting my dad back into my life. And, oh, fuck, like, I've never felt, like, so, like, I could just be blown over by a gust of wind. And I was actually, like, saying phrases to myself, like, like, phrases I don't even know, really, but I've heard in movies, and I've heard from my friends who are in AA and stuff, like, God grant me the, the, oh, God, what is it? Like, grant me the strength to something or other, and the, wait, I don't know, something or other, but I was, like, I just, like, I just really needed, like, hugs this week in a major way. So it was, like, a difficult week. So I'm really happy to be having my podcast this week because I feel like it'll get me out of my skin to give you guys advice because I'm sure I can handle dating and love and sex and life advice. I mean, I'm handling my own life just fine, but I recognize that I was going through a tough time this week. And um, it'll be nice to just talk to people who are calling in. So if I end up having a crazy night of prank callers, that's fine, too. I will, I will actually be very upset. I mean, it won't be the most ideal situation, but if that happens again, like it did randomly last week, that will be, that'll, that'll be what it is. But hopefully people who really want to call in tonight and have stuff to say will be calling in. And the number is area code 646-378-0649. Hopefully I'm inviting friends of Boy Crazy Radio to be calling in. I hope that's who I'm picking up. Anyway, um, okay. Area code 616. Hello. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name is Sarah. I'm 24, and I am calling from Chicago with a boy problem. Oh, my God, what's going on? This is I can handle this. Okay. This is- <laughs> I'll give you, um, I'll give you a, like, a really brief backstory. Anyway, I'm 24. I was with this guy for four years, and now I'm single new like fairly new like within the last six months so i decided to try okay cupid and after like a whole lot of serial dating i met one guy who i really liked um and we texted back and forth and like we met each other a few times okay and the weird thing is he lives on my street like out of all the guys i could have met in chicago we found out we live like four blocks from each other so that makes it like super awkward Anyway, like, um, I found myself to be, like, the initiator for most of it, like, 75% or so. Like, he's always been really responsive, but he doesn't, like, invite me necessarily to hang out with him. It's kind of me wanting to see him. Um, And one night, like, you know, things ended up happening, and I stayed over. We had sex. And that's new for me as well. It's, like, a new thing to kind of, like, casually hook up. Anyway, he disappeared on me. We run into each other once in a while. I still kind of like the guy. I'm hung up on him. I don't know if I should just totally let it go or do I keep, like, popping up in his life once in a while. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. What an asshole. Okay. I'm feeling a lot of feelings. So, wait, you guys had sex and then, like, he disappeared out of your life? Not necessarily, like, he didn't, like, he didn't totally disappear. Like, he would, like, we would, like, contact each other once in a while, but, like, it slowly died out. Like, it it died out. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I don't like that. I mean, here's the thing. 
and clearly you don't like that either because you're calling in to talk about it. But, um, I mean, you never talked to him about it? Like, you never – did you ever say anything to him about the fact that he – that you were always the initiator and he wasn't? No. Like, I just feel like – I feel like we've seen each other maybe, like, five times, like, five dates or so. So – and it kind of turned into hanging out because – we live so close to each other, like, coincidentally. So, so, so it, like, immediately stopped being dating, and it's like, okay, let's hang out, which means, like, I'm at his place, which is, like, you know, really easy to hook up. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. I, I say just, like, follow uh, the vibe of how this unfolded, and that just seems like it, it petered out for a reason. If he wasn't really making the effort and instigating hanging out with you, and you were kind of the instigator, even though you got the feeling that he liked being around you, and why wouldn't he? I'm sure you're a lovely and amazing person, and you're adorable, and of course he wants to make out and have sex with you, and that's all fine and good, but what kind of guy do you want to be with? I know for me, I want to be with a guy who initiates, like, hanging out with me. It doesn't mean that I can't initiate, but I want it to be like, first he's initiating, then there's, and then there's like a back and forth, but it's like a give and take kind of thing, and... And you had sex with him, and it kind of—he just like let the ball drop, and like the the momentum stopped. I don't like that. I I say like don't go out of your way to contact him. I think like does he ever try to contact you every once in a while? No, and I actually like it drove me so crazy to hold out and like see if he would. And I waited like an entire month, and I didn't hear from him. Oh come on, next! No fucking way! Are you kidding me? No way! Here's the thing. And I get it. You're in a four-year relationship. I can relate. I've been. I was in a five-year relationship. I know what that's like. Where it's like you're. A little bit of you, I think, is probably like you're used to being treated a certain way. You're used to when you have a relationship with a guy, like you did, and you're in a thing for four years. You were being, you know, somebody was treating you a certain way, and you could count on them, and they're just there. So you're you're used to that. And now you're back out there, and you're dating, and. It's super confusing. <laughs> it is super confusing. And actually, the thing is, it's not. It isn't super confusing because when you meet a, when you meet the next person that's right for you, the next right person for you, it won't be super confusing. They'll they'll let you know, or their behavior will let you know, just like that they like you and that they want to be with you, and they're really like you know they want to take you off the market and they want you to be their girlfriend, or they or you'll be able to feel it. This is what it feels like when some guy is, like, lukewarm and lackluster about you. But it's so confusing, and it sucks, and it's so confusing, and it doesn't mean you're not great. But sometimes, like, you know, everybody's going to like each other. Everybody's going to like someone to varying degrees. And, like, that's happened with me, and I felt like I felt like with certain people, like, oh, I like a guy. I want to hang out with him. I'll have dinner with him, but I don't want to be his girlfriend, and it's kind of fun to hang out, but I'm not going to put a ton of effort and then I've dated other guys where I like them a lot, and they do the same thing this guy did to you, and it just, and it sucks, and it's, it bruises your ego and stuff, but it's like, don't embarrass yourself, and don't, like, go after him, because you want to be with, I, here's the guy I want you to be with. I want you to keep dating. You should be always, like, dating more than one person, unless you're crazy about someone, and, you and, and you know, you're compelled to date only one person. But um, if some guy acts like the way this guy did to you, you should have, like, it's hard to do this because it's easy to get comfortable. You got to keep like texting with other people or going back to OkCupid or looking around and like flirting with people and going to parties and hanging out with your girlfriends and like you can't put everything in a guy that isn't wanting to lock you down because even and, and you may not have even been that crazy about this guy, but he kept putting his attention on you, so you got cozy with him. But 
you know what? I don't know if any of this is making sense. I'm just rambling. Can you? No, it's, help? it's totally making sense. And like for me, this is like my first experience of this. So like, I, you know, I'm lear- This is like the first time I'm learning it. So the next yeah, time a- I'll be able to like, you know, bounce back way more quickly and but, get but over even it. Then, so like, but even even then, you you might not be able to bounce back so quickly because everybody is different. So the next guy you meet, you could like him a ton, and and he could like. You know, and he could like you more or less than this this guy did. And and it's here's the fucking scary thing. And and you never know how you're going to react. You could be this guy. You're probably like, huh, that's annoying. Your ego and your pride is bummed out. The next guy could make you cry and gutterly cry into your pillow and go, what the fuck? This single thing sucks. Maybe I should get back together with my ex boyfriend. But you know that's wrong too. Um, but here's the shitty thing about dating. It's like exhausting because you do it. And when and you're gonna to continue to do it, maybe you'll find you you know you might have another boyfriend soon or whatever. But um, there are no guarantees, and that's like that's why when you look back on a relationship that lasted for four years or or something that where you felt really cozy and content and great with, it doesn't happen all the time. It happens, and it can happen. It can happen a lot, but like the dating thing is just ridiculous because you there are no guarantees. You don't know what's going to happen. Some dude doesn't, he, he doesn't have to stick around and like you could be having a great time and think everything's fine. And then, and then like he just dropped off the face of the earth and you're like, what the fuck? So it's like very scary because you don't really feel safe in anything because nothing's guaranteed. And that's the crazy thing, but you just have to keep putting yourself out there, which is so terrifying, you know, but you have to, or so you can find, fall, find them like fall in love again. That's true. And, like, I've had this dry spell of dating. I haven't been on a date in a few months. Like, it's been, like, I don't know. Like, I've got half the winter blues, and I went off OkCupid because it started to, like, really get tiring. So, like, maybe maybe this is a good point for me to, like, get back on it. Well, I don't know. See, I don't go on Internet dating sites because I have Facebook, and I, like, put myself out in the Internet so hardcore with my website and stuff. But uh, I'm more of, like, a believer of meeting people in real life or at parties or through friends or, you know, I like, I don't know. I love talking to strangers because I have no shame and I love just like flirting and all that stuff. So like, yeah, whatever you want to do, go like that, go back into OkCupid, but make sure like, let's not forget about you. Let's take the guy stuff out of the equation. Like hang out with your girlfriends, be, learn how to be okay. And like maybe even overjoyed with being single, like learn how to like, or just not dating anyone even. Like, go see a bunch of movies. Like, write in your journal. Exercise every day. Hang out with your girlfriends. Go dancing. Um, what else can you do? Figure out what you want to do with your life. All the places you want to travel. Do you want to move to New York? Do you want to move to L.A.? Are you happy in Chicago? Do you want to move to a new apartment, new house? Like, just, like, hang out with your family. Because, you know, sometimes when you're in a long-term relationship, you don't hang out with your family enough or, you, or whatever. I don't know. But, like, do all the shit that has nothing to do with guys. And, like, make sure you really, like... Uh, enrich your life with all that stuff and you're all about like your career and the life you want to have and like doing everything you can do to make you the best version of yourself you can possibly do and and then on the side yes okay cupid and meeting guys at parties and getting numbers and letting and just like having fun being single and not locking yourself in with one person especially a guy who's like unsure about you and kind of like not initiating and being all lukewarm that's that shit is fucked up i hate that that's the worst don't do that all right. Thank you. Okay. I hope any of that helps. Oh, you guys, area code, area code 540. Hello? 
Hello, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Oh, my name is Val. I'm from Virginia. How old are you? Um, 18. 18. What's going on with you tonight? Okay, so I've been having this problem where um, usually I'm really focused in school. I go to university here, and I always just stay focused in school. But in the past three months of my life, I have been serial dating, and I don't know what's going on. And usually all these boys just have validation dates, you know, of a month to two weeks, and I don't know what's going on. Recently, um, I fell really hard for one of um, these guys that I met from the Naval Academy, and I told him, you know, I'm a virgin, and I hadn't done pretty much anything. And this guy just completely took advantage of me and never called. And for Valentine's Day, he told me he forgot. And Ugh. while I was dating him, I was I started dating another guy because you never know, you know. You never know when someone's going to screw you over. And I was right because he did screw me over and I've been dating this other guy ever since me and him cut it off about a month ago. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, okay. But um, the thing is, with this guy now, like, I've been, ever since we started dating, I've been spending, like, every weekend with him, you know. After I go out with my friends, we're always together. And recently, this past weekend, you know, we furthered things a little more. Do you um, sex? No, not sex. Okay. But, you know, just mess around. You gave him a blowjob? Yeah. Okay, we can talk about this. Did he go down on you? No, he fingered me. Oh, God, he didn't even go down. That's so annoying. That's happened to me before where I just, whatever, whatever. It happens. It's just okay, funny, right? Right, it's funny. And, but, okay. sometimes, but sometimes sometimes you might think your privates are gross that night. You don't want them to do it, but then you don't mind getting a blowjob and you're in control. So it's totally fine. It happens. But next time, have a sweet spot wipe with you uh, so you can uh, wipe your privates. At oh, some no, point. I was totally okay that night. I came straight out of the shower to his house. Okay, great. Well, then, um, so when that happens, so then what's the problem? Well, the thing is, like, we have constantly kept communication, but in this past uh, week, like, it's cutting off just like it did with me and the guy before. So I feel like like I'm getting the sense that, like, it's happening again, and, you know, I just don't want to repeat the same thing. Wait a minute. Okay, so, like, the same, the, the first guy, you're hanging out with him, and then he kind of just dropped off the face of the earth and just started getting lukewarm and, and not... Being responsible. Well, we were hanging out constantly, and, like, we were messing around, but nothing too big, just making out and dry humping. And then one night, we, I went over to his house and told him that I was a virgin. Um, and then that night, like, I didn't want to do anything, but, you know, things happen, and we did pretty much everything but sex. Like, oh, so you, nothing wait, came. Not, you, you haven't lost your virginity yet? No, I haven't. Oh, that's good. Well, that's exciting. Cause I want you to lose your virginity, hopefully, to someone you love that loves you back. You know. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, but <laughs> so this weekend. Okay, sorry. Go on. Okay, this weekend when I went to the other guys, like we messed around further than we usually mess around. You know, I slept over at his house. You know, we took a bath. So now I'm like scared that the same thing that happened with my marine will happen to this guy. You know, like. He got what he wanted, and he's just going to walk out. Hello? Hello? 
Hello? Val, are you there? Val, are you there? Oh my god, I have no idea what is going on here. Hold on one second. Um, I'm having technical difficulty. I don't know if that was her stuff or my stuff. Can you hear me? Does anybody hear me? Holy shit. Bear with me. We're experiencing technical difficulty. Yikes. Slight glitch on Blog Talk Radio. Don't even worry about it. It's all happening now. Holy shit. Okay, I have no idea what's going on here, but I'm going to keep talking and hopefully something exciting is happening. We're having technical difficulty and trying to figure out the stuff. Don't go away. Things are only going to get better. How much worse could it get? Um, I, have, I have my own psychological issues with my dad. I can't wait to tell you about the rest of those. Currently drinking coffee still. I want to help Val with her weirdness. I don't know if she's still going to be there or if any of the other calls are going to be there. I think good things are happening. Are you still there? Could this be good stuff? Okay, Val is gone. Oh, wait. No, there, there's Val. I see her. Christ. Come on, Blog Talk Radio. Val, are you there? Yes. Can oh, you hear me? Oh, God. Could you hear me that whole time saying there's sexual difficulty? Yeah, I was. Oh, thank God. Okay, I'm so sorry. I don't know what the fuck happened. Hopefully everybody stuck around. But anyway, um, okay. So you're, the main problem with the whole issue of yours is that you're worried because you went further with this guy than you usually have, than you have before. You're worried that he's going to do the same thing the other guy's going to do. Is that the issue? Yes. Okay, so what I'm going to say to that is, oh, and by the way, when was the last time? When was the last time you heard from him? I was what? When was the last time you heard from him? Which one, the guy now or the, the guy, guy, the other the, guy? The, the guy now, the guy now that you took a bath. Oh, with. I heard from him this morning, but he's like oh. very like, but he's being so really vague and fickle, you know, when he sends something kind of like disinterested. Okay, are you on the phone with him or are you texting with him? texting but he usually calls okay so here's the thing you just need to do nothing you need to relax and you can't make this new guy pay for what the last guy did because the last guy that was what it, how you can't you can't feel stung and hurt by the last guy and now make every new guy pay for what that last guy did because that'll just like uh layer on top of each other i mean that means this new guy will do something you guys will break up and the next guy will have to deal with weird bitter shit from all the other two guys or whatever all, all you should do right now is breathe trust that this guy likes you and it's going to unfold this relationship you're having with him is going to unfold the way it's meant to it's happening right now he texted you this morning who knows what's going on with him who knows if he is being fickle maybe he is maybe he isn't we don't know but don't do anything weird to instigate what you think should happen or what you think is going to happen, like the last guy who treated you shitty or whatever he did. You know, like, just stay busy. You're calling me right now. Go get off the phone with me 
things. I mean, like, do some leg lifts, do some sit-ups, do your homework, um, you know, dream journal, make a fucking vision board. I don't know. Just do, do a bunch of shit for yourself. And then don't pay attention to the dude and then see what he does. Like, he'll call you tomorrow. And just pretend nothing's wrong. I do the same thing, guys. I overthink. I freak out. I try to hold it in and not say anything because I don't want because I know that they're probably fine and I'm the one overthinking and I have all my own issues that I'm, like, dealing with from the past that I'm putting on the new guy. But then I'll be like, everything will be fine. And then I'll be in the car with the dude and I'll be like, um, you, you, this, is, this is really weird. And, and then he's like, what? And I'll be like, uh, well, you know, like, when we first started dating, you seemed really excited and, like, you know, now you just don't seem as excited, and it's just like, I don't know what's going on. I feel, like, really weird and out of control, and, like, you know, this is really weird. I'll be like, what do you mean? We're, like, right here, I'm holding your hand, or I called you this morning, or I texted you an hour ago, or we think way more than the dudes do. We don't know if this dude is an asshole, so let him do something wrong before you get mad at him, okay? Okay. So just relax, because, like, you're the dude. I think I'm overanalyzing things way too much. I think we all do. I think that if you're listening to this podcast and you like me, then you are definitely overanalyzing because that is exactly what I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And for women, we think more intensely about things. We think about every nuance, every layer, every look, every, you know, emoticon or, uh, you know, fucking, I don't know, did he use a period or an exclamation point or what the fuck, like, is it exclamation point or exclamation mark? Exclamation point. Okay, cool. We're good then. Um, yeah, we just overanalyze. Just fucking breathe, stay busy, ignore him, watch a bunch of Bravo and the Real Housewives or whatever the fuck, um, and, like, he'll contact you, and you'll ignore him, and it makes you sexier anyway. Okay? Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for getting over this weird uh, blog talk radio technical difficulty glitch we had here. Oh, Jesus. Area code 909? Hello? Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? You called, you said hello, and now you're not there? Okie dokie. You freaked out, you hung up, and that happened. Um, area code 202. 202. 202? Hello? Oh, my God. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, my name is Rayshawn. I'm calling from Washington, D.C., and I'm 17 years old. You're 17 in Washington, D.C. This is so exciting. You're like, oh, maybe I've had like a 13-year-old caller, so that's exciting. Um, what's going uh, on? Well, my problem is there's this girl in my school who is super cute and really funny, and she used to have a crush on me. That is, until I kept avoiding her. She would go out of her way just to talk to me, and she even used to ask my friends about me. But I just kept ignoring her, and because I was too scared, she we never got to go out because I have a low self-esteem. And so one day I tried to man up and went on Facebook and sent her a message, but she never replied. And so I sent her about four more messages, and then she finally said, she wasn't interested, and she was tired of, tired of me. She was It was getting irritating. And so I see her around school now, and I just don't know how to talk to her. It feels real awkward and stuff. 
So, oh, my God. You know what to do. Because I still like her, but if anybody else would ask me, I would be like, oh, no, fuck that bitch or something like that. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. There are so many life lessons to learn here. Okay. First of all, four Facebook messages in a row with no response in between? Never again. Are you kidding me? Wait, is it Rayshon? It's Rayshon, right? Yeah. Is it Rayshon or Rashawn? Rayshon. I'm saying everything fucked up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna try not to say your name because I'll say it all fucked up. Is it okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. So four Facebook messages and nowadays you can see when the person has read your message, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you did you notice that that it said that she had seen your message and it tells you exactly what time she saw the message and that she didn't and then she didn't reply? Yeah. Okay, so life lesson number one, no more than one Facebook message. You put yourself out there, you take the chance if she's read it and doesn't respond, you just you can't you can't just keep plying her with messages. Got it. If your friends ask you if you still like her, you don't have to say yes, but you don't you don't need to say fuck that bitch because if you <laughs> if, if you handle it gracefully and like a, like a man and in a cool way now, she might come around because her pride is probably hurt because she put herself out there and asked and you knew she liked you and she asked your friends about you. I know, but it's just so if, I don't know. Maybe it was the power of having knowing that someone was chasing you. What'd you say? Maybe it was the power that somebody say it again? I said maybe it was just the power of having someone chasing you, knowing that someone wanted you or something. Well, but she wanted you. She was chasing you, right? Yeah. So okay, so next lesson after the no no more than one Facebook message, um, no talking shit behind your back, um, or just to save face. So you're not you're not gonna do that. You're gonna be like a, a gentleman and you're going to just say nothing and change the subject and leave it. Um, next life lesson is next time you like a girl, um, just and she's saying nice stuff about you and putting her, her attention on you and you like her back and you have already said that you have low self-esteem or something, you had issues, and you're too scared, and so you avoided her, next time this happens, because this will totally happen another time, because that's how life goes. Like, you're going to find yourself in the same situation over and over again, and then, like, you know, because it's like a test from, like, God or something. I don't know. It's like a life lesson where you have to conquer this fucking issue for yourself. And next time, you're just going to not avoid the person, especially if you like them, and you're going to say hello and have a conversation. And it's not that scary. You just, I'm going to keep saying this phrase. You just let it unfold. You don't have to talk a lot like I am right now. You don't have to do anything crazy. Just say hello. You make eye contact. You ask them some questions about them. Hello, how are you? You listen. That's it. You don't even have to do anything. You just, if somebody likes you and they come up to you, you just say hello and then you listen how they're, how, however their day was, whatever. Anyway, that's for next time. We learned this. With this girl, just practice some patience and be nice. Lay, like, lay back. Don't do anything more. Leave it, and I bet she'll come around. And, like, in a few months or something, it'll blow over, and maybe you guys will see each other in the hall or something, and you'll start talking. But just be cool and, like, just breathe. And don't come on too strong and, like, don't avoid her. Somewhere in the, in the in between avoiding her and not coming on too strong is where you should be. And then just 
don't have any goals with her either. Just be like, you just want to be friends with this girl. You don't need to have, make out with her, have sex, or be boyfriend and girlfriend. You just want to be cool with this girl. That's the new goal. So just, like, aim towards that. Just be nice, okay? Okay. And uh, you sound adorable. How tall are you? Um, six foot. You're six foot? You're, okay, you have a sexy voice. You're six foot. You're 17. You're in Washington, D.C. You're in high school. How are your grades? Um, they're good. So what are good? What what's good? Um, B's and A's. A's and B's. You are okay. And then listen, you're gonna graduate high school. Who knows where you're gonna go? You're gonna go somewhere else. You're gonna do more stuff. And there're gonna be a million other girls. And this is just like one exciting new life lesson that is about how to how to approach the opposite sex. Now you've learned the lesson, and. Now you're gonna, and then you're gonna, you're gonna meet a ton of other girls that are probably cuter and cooler, and um, yeah, and girls are gonna fall in love with you left and right. So you're all good. I'm not really worried about you. So get over the weird shit, the, the issues you have over yourself, and don't avoid any more girls. You're a babe. I know it. I can feel it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. I'm like the annoying mom or something where it's like, mom, be cool. Stop talking to my friends. It's so embarrassing. Don't tell me that. God, mom. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm asking a fucking 17-year-old how tall he is. That is so fucking creepy. That is so fucking creepy. I didn't mean it in a weird way. I did mean it in a weird way. I always mean it in a weird way. Oh, God. All right, area code oh, 909 calling back. Oh, it's a different 909. Area code 909. Is something going wrong in the 909 zone that... 518-909-518. Is that you? I know you're there. I can hear you. Oh, geez. Do you want me to say your whole number on the air? I can't hear you. This is ridiculous. I don't know what's going on. Um, I thought you're really hurting my feelings, calling into Boy Crazy Radio, getting through, and then not saying anything. I have my own feelings, okay, everybody? I have feelings. I'm going to tell you about them right now. Um, I'm going to finish this up about my dad. So I went and, oh, God, guys, I fell asleep. I dreamt I was uh, having a podcast, and I started telling a story about my dad, and then, uh, oh, shit. Um, anyway, we go to lunch, um, and at this point, I saw him. I hugged him, and I thought, like, God, he looks really great for, like, 80. You know, he looks really good and, you know, living his life. And we're meeting at a restaurant, and he's, you know, he's standing on two feet, and he's wearing Adidas. I don't know. Like, I, you know, he looks good. He doesn't have gray hair. Like, I don't think he dies it. He's got, like, a full head of hair, and he's all, like, lean, and I'm feeling, like, good about my aging. You know, I'm going to look good, too. Um, and I'm kind of forgetting, like, God, what were my issues with him? This is, you know, I should do this more often. And there he is. And I, I, kind, I kind of felt put out. Because like I, I'm, I've been doing really well with him not in my life, and usually when my when my dad is in my life, or when he pops back in again, and I, and I decide to like have him in my life for a second, um, usually like whatever relationship I'm having with a guy, or um, or my relationship with my mom kind of doesn't do so great, or like I snap at them, or everybody can usually tell even if I don't mention the fact that my dad's back in my life, they can tell that something's different, or or you know, and when they find out that that my dad is back. They're like, yeah, I could tell your attitude's all fucked up. Um, anyway, 
so we're talking, and I said, you know, we're talking about bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And all he usually really cares about is if I'm making money. And, uh, you know, I'm fine. I'm doing fine for myself. I'm happy with how my life is going. And it's so funny. He's, like, so judgmental. And he just seems so – and if I if he asks me questions about life, and I'm, a, I'm like, an adult now. Like, and I give him opinions or I'm just telling him what I'm up to or, or what my wonderful friends are up to who I love so much and who are doing so great and so cool. I've, you know, just, like, really creative, amazing friends – He's just, he's so condescending and he rolls his eyes. And that's why I don't love being sarcastic and I don't like being around sarcastic people. Like, um, because it reminds me of that, you know, like, and I'm, I know I do that too. I can be sarcastic, of course. Like, I'm sure I've been sarcastic during this podcast. I hope I haven't. I try not to, but there's a difference between like making jokes and, uh, being, being witty or, or, call, or self-aware and, and like hurting somebody's feelings or like cause sarcasm is, is at the other person's expense. Anyways, my dad's very condescending and rolls his eyes and everything. And I just think like, God, why does he want to hang out with me if he's going to be so condescending and roll his eyes? But I don't even think he knows he's doing it because that's how ingrained it is in him. And uh, I asked him, I said, you know, why do you think I don't want you in my life? And he told me that it was because I'm an egomaniac and there's no room for him because I would like get that he would get in the way of my show, like the Alexi show, which might be true. Just kidding, um, which is not true. And I like couldn't believe that. And I thought, all right. So a when I told that to my therapist, my therapist was like shocked that that's like what he thinks of me, um, because I have a million people in my life, and uh, I would love to love being around my father. I, I, my mom is like my best friend, you know, I love my mom. Anyway, God damn it, this is, we're experiencing the Alexi show right now, but that's okay because we've all agreed to it. We've all decided to come together and hang out for an hour and a half or whatever the length of the show is to do this. Um, and it's kind of a back and forth. Anyway, um, so then I told him, well, actually, the reason I don't like being around you is because of this and this and this and this and this and then this happened and then this happened when I was little and then this happened and you threw away this thing and, and you tried to do that and blah, blah, all these things. And I'm like in tears. And I don't know if he was crying, but he like held a napkin over his mouth and his eyes welled up a little bit. I think, I hope maybe I was like dreaming that his eyes were welling up. And, uh, and then, you know, he was, he seemed kind of shocked. And I said, do you remember any of that? And he goes, no, I don't. And, uh, I mean, you don't. And he goes, I said, I'm not crazy. Those things happen. You know, that's why, like, they've all accumulated, and that's why it's, I can't be near you. And he said, well, you know, that's your, that's your, you know, that's your opinion, or that's what you're, that's what you saw, that's what you think happened, and, and you know, whatever. And he, he apologized for being a bad dad or whatever, and immediately I was, like, hugging him, saying, no, it's okay, don't worry about and, um, And then that was only, like, not even a week ago, and in that time, He's called me a million times. He's emailed a million times asking for questions, referrals to things, blah, blah, blah. Can he have this from me? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he can have my Bluetooth folding, Bluetooth weird iPhone adapter thing that I have, whatever. It's too boring to get into. He wanted this thing from me. I dropped it off at his post office box. He wanted a referral to a dermatologist. I gave it to him. He has questions about a book, blah, blah. I give him my friend's number. It's just like nonstop. It hasn't even been a week. If I don't get, you know, we get off the phone and then he has these ideas, you know, and he tell, wants to tell me how the world is. And when we get off the phone, he, he sends me these, like, intense emails afterwards about how the how the world works and how things are. And 
why I think things the way I do and how that's wrong and blah, blah, blah. And so I called him and I said, you know, if we're on the phone, like, I'm, on, I'm, call, I said, I'm calling you on the phone just to let you know. You don't need to send me intense emails about stuff. I, I can't handle the emails. If I'm here. The slate's clean. I love you. Um, it's too much for the intense emails. Anyway, I'm all, I'm all over the place. I'm rambling. But um, my other point was, I don't know. And something I realized that, like, he's not even really doing anything horribly wrong now. But the sound of his voice and how angry he is about the world, and even if it's not directed at me, like, he comes on so strong about the world and how everything is fucked and this man and this costs a lot of money and blah, blah. It's so much for me to handle. And uh, also, I'm like Pavlov's dog. I don't know if you know what that means. But anyway, even if he's – when we get off the phone, even if he doesn't send me an, an angry email that goes along with the phone call we just had telling me all the things he didn't say on the phone and all the things he thinks now – now that, you know, after we've hung up and, and even, even though I don't get these raging emails yet, I'm terrified I'm going to, because I'm so used to that. I'm afraid he's going to get mad. Any second he could get mad at me, because that's how my whole life was. He's always mad, angry at someone else, at me, blah, blah, condescending, yakety shakety, all this shit. And it's doing my head in. Anyway, so, but I also don't want to abandon him and I don't know how to find the balance. And I don't know how to set boundaries because he gets mad so fucking easily. And uh, so that's been my week. And that's why I schedule an extra therapy sesh um, with my therapist. I'm going to take a phone call. Oh, here's this phone call I'm going to take. Area code 541. Hello? Hello, is this Marcus? This is. How are you doing? Marcus is somebody who has emailed me and tried to get through the last two podcasts, I think, and then he couldn't, so I had him tell me his, uh, the, uh, his area code so I can make sure I pick up his phone call. So, Marcus, what's going on? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's going on with you tonight? Oh, man. Okay. First question. Wait, I forget which order they came out in. I'm 25, calling from Oregon. And okay. then what was, what was the last one? Why am I and calling then, tonight? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I I just heard you talking about your dad, and I just wanted to say your dad's freaking crazy. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever ever talk to your mom about your dad and how crazy he is? The weird thing about that is she knows how crazy he is, but here's a really specific thing that happens. I don't like – if I talk shit about my dad to my mom and she agrees and she chimes in, I get defensive about my dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally, I totally understand that. I would not, I would talk less shit and just try and decompress. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's heavy. That's gonna be heavy, you know. Yeah, it's a lot to handle. Hey, Um, whatever happened? uh, Whatever happened with that? um, The racetrack, dude. The racetrack, dude. Um, Yeah. I can't believe you remember remember that. That's so funny. That was only like last week, pretty much. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? What happened with him? Am I still dating him? Yeah. Um, I'm dating him, but I feel like it's petering out because we haven't talked that much. I don't know. I don't know what the vibe is. I'm not sure. I, I don't. <laughs> I, that's a whole other conversation. I'm kind of like, this is about you, Marcus. But I'm going to oh, say one thing. I'm, it's about I'm me. Casually, okay. Uh, it is going to be about you in two seconds, but you brought this up. I'm casually dating this guy. I don't know how I feel about casually 
dating because I feel like I don't like dating someone who's unsure about me, and maybe I'm unsure about them, and they don't and they don't want to lock me down. I, I don't understand the point of that. I feel like it's kind of like lackluster. It's like two people who are biding their time. I don't want to be a girl that some guy's biding his time with. Like I want a guy to be sure about me. Anyway, if that makes any sense. Oh my gosh, you're cracking a little bit. Am I coming through clear? Wait, what'd you say? I said you're crackling a little bit. Am I coming through clear? Kind of. I think your phone is a little bit But what's coming up going on with you tonight? Oh, my gosh. I can barely hear you. Well, I can hear you fine. Really? Okay, then I'll talk. Wait, so what was your question? I said, why are you calling tonight? You called tonight. Oh, man. I was just calling to, to call in and say hey and, and support Boy Crazy Radio because I love it. Oh my god, you're so sweet. This is how did you even find Boy Crazy Radio to begin with? I have no idea. It was just it was an internet thing and uh uh everything linked up. The planets aligned. Boy Crazy Radio was at the end of the lineup. <laughs> light, light to the verse. Oh, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> um nothing bad has been in your life? Who are you dating? What hey what huh? I said nothing bad has been on your life? Like who are you dating? What's what's going on with you? Oh, not not dating anybody. I don't think anything is going wrong at the moment. I think things are pretty pretty fine here in Oregon. I think, hopefully, seems like LA is a is a crazy place to live. There might be a little more problems down there than there is up here. Maybe it is a little bit more mellow in Oregon, but I love Los Angeles. I love New York. I love Los Angeles. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> okay, I yeah. Um, I mean, if you had some friends that have gone down there, I'll have to come see them sometime. If I have what? Okay. What did you say? Oh, I said I've had some friends that have moved down there to L.A., so I'll have to come visit them sometime, see what the air is like down there. You're going to have to. Marcus, you have to come up with some problems for next week and then call back, and then, then we'll solve them or something. At least we'll talk about them, because I feel bad to tell you about my issues. But uh, thank you for supporting Big Crazy Radio. Oh, thank you for picking up. Of course. Um. Area code 818. Oh, my goodness. Listen, Blog Talk Radio, you are out of control. I can't even handle this. I don't even know. Oh, here we go. 818? Hello? Hello? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, uh, I was I was just listening, but it's Chad, Studio City 18. Chad, Studio City, uh, long-time listener, fourth-time caller, Kevin? Yeah, I think so. All right, well, if you're just listening, should I just keep rambling about my own life and put you back on hold? All righty, sounds good. Sounds perfect. Uh, area code 909? 909, you called in again, 518? Listen, I'm experiencing a lot of feelings today, and some of those feelings aren't the best because I'm mad at Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio is really letting me down tonight. 909? It's going amazing until all of a sudden you decided to Play your hand at being God, and you ruin everything. Oh, oh God, then that joke went nowhere fast. I can't even do this. All right, here we go. Hold on. Hello? 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 Hello?
things are going to get better because I can feel it. It's in my book. Um, area code, hello, 971, are you there? Oh, fuck. All right, listen. Oh, my God. I'm getting calls. They're not even prank calls. It's like my dream. Um, I didn't even answer that guy's question, Marcus's question, properly about the track guy. Track guy is great. Track guy is an amazing guy. He's smart. He's funny. He's kind-hearted. He does everything right. He's lovely. He treats me well. He's pretty consistent. And I should take away the pretty consistent because that's just me being demanding. He's consistent in my life. He's not my boyfriend. Somebody I'm dating. It's fine. I'm dating other people. I'm sure he's dating other people. Tabby's on the line here. Okay, Tad's gone too. Anyway, I didn't know what was going on. Um, so that's all fine. That's what it is. But he's not my boyfriend. And I don't really understand casual dating. Because here's what I'm used to. And I know I'm continuing to rant. What I'm used to, and this will happen because it does, and it happens every once in a while, and then that's when it hits you and it's this amazing feeling. I'm used to you meet somebody, you're both like, wow, this is great. We have great sex. We've got we have fun together. Oh my fucking god! I don't know what's going on with boy, with boy crazy radio tonight. I apologize. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with blog talk radio. Send an angry email. Um, anyway, so I was ranting about that. My point is about casual dating. It's bizarre because it's kind of like bittersweet. Like when people want to take things slow. I mean, I don't know what's going on with this guy. He's fine. It doesn't even have anything to do with him. Like that's its own thing. Like he has his own life stuff, and he needs what he needs, and he wants what he wants, and everything could be fine on his end, and you could think everything's great. Um. But. I just don't understand casual dating. I think I might have to end the episode because I'm so completely confused by everything that's going on with, yeah, because I'm used to things, this has nothing to do with blog talk radio, I'm used to things just moving faster. So maybe that's my issue. Maybe that's where I'm I'm at in my life. But I know that when it feels right, it's easy, and you're hanging out with the person a lot, and you make, make it, I don't know, it's just something... I'm I'm talking too much about this nonsense. I don't even want to talk about it. But um, hmm. Okay, I think we're getting we're getting closer. I wonder if I can play a song. Hey, open the door. I want a new
leave your message for 971-2227. With you. to do a two-hour show tonight. You know, the phone lines were happening. People were calling in. Everything was great, but I'm going to end the show right now. You're listening to A New Life by Jim James. Fuck you, Blog Talk Radio. You ripped everything. I got a little too emotional about my dad. Maybe you couldn't feel that. Here's what I'm going to say. Tune in next Wednesday for a whole new adventure on Boy Crazy Radio. Until then, listen to old episodes on uh, iTunes. Download I'm Boy, uh, Boy Crazy Radio. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. And uh, I don't know. Email me something. BoyCrazyLexy at gmail.com. I love you. Can't you see? than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. 
Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Or offer end 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.